Good morning. Today is Friday, July 17th, 2020. The Talmud discusses the following question. Let's say you hire a donkey for a trip to a destination and the donkey dies halfway. Are you required to pay half of the rental price for the distance that the donkey took you on the first half of this journey? That's the question the Talmud asks. Let's leave the poor donkey alone and let's talk about a rental car. You're in Montreal and you want to travel, you want to rent a car to drive it to Toronto. So you're renting the car, you're driving to Toronto, you get as far as Kingston and the car breaks down in Kingston. Do you have to pay the rental fee of how much it costs to drive from Montreal to Kingston? That's a question the Talmud asks. So the Talmud says as follows, it depends. If when you get to Kingston, there is another car that will take you from Kingston to Toronto, so you're going to be able to reach your journey, then you have to pay the price from Montreal to Kingston and then the price from Kingston to Toronto with the proviso that if because you had to switch vehicles there is some higher charge, you're allowed to claim that money back from the first leg of the journey because the first leg of the journey was supposed to get you all the way there. If it only got you to Kingston and because you had to take a second car, there was a delay or the second car cost more, that extra expense, you have the right to claim it from the price that you paid from Montreal to Kingston. However, if you travel from Montreal going to Toronto, but the car breaks down in Kingston and there is no car in Kingston to take you to Toronto. So then you do not have to pay for the car from Montreal to Kingston. I don't know what the lease agreement with your rental car company will, will say. I'm just talking about what Jewish law would say. Because you had no interest in going to Kingston. Your only interest was reaching Toronto. And if you don't reach Toronto, it does you no good to be in Kingston, stuck. You'd be better off at home, staying in Montreal. So you have no obligation to pay for that part. Says Rabbi Aaron Lichtenstein, that applies when a person is taking a trip for a specific purpose to reach a specific destination and a person does not have any need or benefit from the stops along the way. But that is very different than the journey that the Jewish people took traveling 40 years from the desert through the desert from Egypt to Israel. And that is the subject of our Parsha. This Shabbos, we read the double Parsha, Matos Masai, and the second Parsha, Masai, is a long description of each of the places 
the Jewish people traveled to and from along their 40-year journey. Elam Masei B'nei Yisrael, these are the journeys of the children of Israel from the time they left Egypt until the time they reached Israel. They traveled to Ramses, and then they traveled from Ramses to Sukkos, and then they traveled to uh, Migdol, and then Mara, and then etc., etc., all the way through, every single place. All the commentators ask, why do we need to know this? I mean, yes, um, if, you're, if you're writing a, a, a travel journal, it would be nice, but this is the Torah. What, why is this included in the Torah? Why do we need to know the names of every single place that they journey? Ravon Lichtenstein explains based on this principle, because in this travel, it's not just that the destination is important. Yes, when the Jewish people left Israel, they had a destination of mine, Eretz Israel, the land of Israel. That's true. However, the nature of this trip was that each step along the way also had something to contribute. There was something to learn. There was an event that happened there. There was something to be gained from each location along the way. And that's why each one of them is emphasized. Every time they traveled, they traveled accompanied by the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. Every time they traveled where they went, there was something that happened there or some mitzvah that they learned there. And therefore, to just take the example of one of the places it's mentioned, Rimon Peretz. If your only goal is to travel from Israel to, to, I'm sorry, from Egypt to Israel, it doesn't matter that you spent the night in Rimon Peretz. But something happened in Rimon Peretz. It was important. Simply reaching Rimon Peretz in itself gave benefit and meaning to this overall journey. This is similar to the prayer that we say, the song that we sing at the Pesach Seder, we say Dayenu. For each step of the way, we say Dayenu, it would have been enough for us to give thanks to you, Hashem. Even though from the beginning of the journey, there was one destination to reach Israel and to build the Beis Hamikdash to serve God there in Israel. However, each step along the journey also was helpful. Reaching Sinai was also helpful. Receiving the mitzvah of Shabbos was also helpful. Being fed by the man was also an accomplishment. So each one of these steps in the journey is is gives benefit and is deserving of its own thanks, not just the destination at the end. And that's the reason that the Torah emphasizes this passage. It is a long passage listing every single location. And actually, most places we have the custom to sing it in a special tune to emphasize it. And we emphasize it because this is not only true about the journey from Egypt to Israel, 
it is also true about our lives. On the one hand, in the life of each of us, we have, or should have, a goal. In the words of our sages, a, the corridor that leads to the hallway, a path, a goal towards which we are working. Every person should have goals. But don't think because you have a goal that every step along the way is not individually significant. No. Each single act is important in its own right, says Rav Lichtenstein. Even if one does not ultimately reach that final destination. Moshe, for example, did not reach that final destination. And yet, the benefit and the meaning and the significance, the contribution to Moshe and his character and his life and his legacy came not only because he did not reach the destination, but every place that he journeyed added something to his life. We have a prayer that we say every day, and in that prayer, we say the words, we ask Hashem that the actions that we perform, the mitzvot that we perform, we ask that the actions that we perform should not turn out to be empty. Even if we don't reach the goal we are seeking, the intermediate actions that we are expending our effort on should not be for nothing, should not be in vain. They should give us something, even if we don't reach the ultimate goal we are searching. Writes Rav Lichtenstein, we must know that in life, not only the final goal is important, the journey towards the goal is also important, and so are the tools that one uses to progress. And we should look at every step of the journey for what it has given us, and not only consider, did we reach the end or not. Even if we did not, the intermediate steps that we take give us meaning and benefit and value, and they should be appreciated just as much as reaching the ultimate goal. And that is communicated to us by the emphasis the Torah places on the Ela Masse B'nei Yisrael. These are the journeys, plural. Each one of them had an importance independent of whether they reached the ultimate goal. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.